0: Ding, ding. Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoons. (laughs) And
1: that's the bottom line. Check it out.
0: You know, two dudes talking sports. (laughs) Look at me when I'm talking
1: to you. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. There is no other. There is no equal. And all Americans, they're going to sit. It's the Kenny and JT Show. Hey Joe! That's right, we're coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, beautiful downtown. Okay, a little bit overcast right now. Temperature is dropping down to 64 degrees. We're going to call this the calm before the storm. Do you realize that it could snow tomorrow? I know, man. That Hey, it's, it's northeast Ohio.
0: We choose to live here, and so uh, we shouldn't be shocked by this each and every year when it gets later and later in the year and there's still a chance of snow.
1: All other tropical storms oh. must bow before El Nino. Okay. That's the reason. It's El Nino, damn it. <laughs> I don't even know if it is. Do we have one this time?
0: Yeah. Uh, there I, is? I'm not sure.
1: All, all I know is this. As I was Nino. out taking
0: Frankie for a walk. I felt like I was in Goodyear, Arizona today.
1: It reminded me of the weather in Goodyear where yeah. spring training is happening yeah. right now. I'll give you El Nino. You ever, Your dad ever say that to you? Like when you were what? in trouble? But dad, I didn't, I, you know. Yeah, well, I'll give you an El Nino right upside your yeah. head.
0: Yeah, Brittany says that to me on a regular basis.
1: I think that's one of the funniest <laughs> sayings ever. And, we're, you know, you're talking about spring training. We're getting ready for a big game today. I'm going to go ahead and pencil in a victory because the Guardian's going up against the A's who don't even have a home. <laughs> yeah, I'll, give you. Oakland, I'll I? give you an Oakland athletic. <laughs> How about that? One of our catchers is going to probably hit a home run again. Let's see. We're going to start seven shortstops yep. today and two catchers. Well, they're going to go yard. <laughs> Do you think they're just trying to impress the new manager? Nice. Come on. Oh, we have there to play this song because I can't afford their gear anymore. Have you seen the prices lately? Uh, no, wow. because
0: I think their gear is ugly to begin with with that logo, There's so I problem. haven't even looked. doesn't matter.
1: There's a problem with the uniforms, and they're not the only ones that are complaining about it. In fact, the Padres went as far as yesterday when they played the Guardians. They wore yeah. last year's pants. That's problems right there in River City as far as I'm concerned. Can't see through those. The new ones you can see through,
0: supposedly. Do you
1: believe they're really? This is a serious thing now. They've got all these different problems and ailments with the uniforms. Oh, the fonts are too small. We can't read the names. We don't like the colors. You can see through the pants. You're talking about baseball. You know what they're talking about? you are talking about skinny pants. And if they have a problem with their uniforms, then this could spell the end. Forget about the pitch clock. Right. You know who this is gonna affect, don't you? James Carancheck, wherever he is in those skinny <laughs> pants. Everybody's talking about my tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. Everybody's looking at my tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. That's the new Carancheck fight song. Uh, that, that, every time he comes out of the bullpen, that's what they hey, should play. why it. not? We we did uh, SpongeBob SquarePants one time, didn't we? I don't know who yeah. you are or where you came from, but I'm the only one in this town that can wear tight pants. You got it? I will end you. <laughs> and
0: for those of you who have no idea where that's from, Jimmy Fallon does this bit with various guests and he wears these white tight pants, and he comes out and does this stupid dance and this stupid song. And, of course, Will Ferrell's been featured there. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, uh, uh, that it, she's been featured there. So uh, that I agree with you. That should be his theme song. Just like Mario, uh, Mariana Rivera came out to, uh, what was it, uh, The Sandman? Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. That's what James Karinchek, if he pitches for the Guardians, should come out of the bullpen. What
1: did Rocker come out to, Brian? Oh, that was Rock You Like a Hurricane. Rock You Like a Hurricane. That's it. Okay.
0: Yep. That's that's the one. And then there's uh, Diaz from the Mets who comes out to uh, the best one that's out there right now. It's a band called
1: Narco. I forget the name of the song.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Those, But, yes, I agree with you, and they should put the video up on the on the scoreboard of Will Ferrell and Jimmy Fallon
1: dancing as he comes out. Do you realize? Everybody's talking about my tight pants. <laughs> I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. You realize when we talk about James Karinchek and how that pitch clock affected him last year, including his tight pants, did you know that they lowered the pitch clock to 18 seconds this year? Yeah, I imagine that, right? I, I, Just a mess I with him. I don't understand it, though. I mean, wasn't it that big of a deal last year? They, oh, the games are shorter now. We love it. Oh, yeah? Well, guess what? We're going to make it even shorter.
0: Yeah. He's got to be... Can't flip the ball around four times on his glove and everything and fix his, uh, his hat, his pants, his shirt, uh, and everything yeah. else. Uh, he, he, he was messed up by that big time last year. James. Yeah, that, I do, too.
1: Maybe other things we don't know. You know, something else that really... It's really awkward to me, and it's weird when they see and you know. Now the thing is, when the pitcher comes off the mound in between the innings, and the umpire has to check and see if he's got any any foreign stumps substances in his hat on his hand. And you know, they check his hand. Well, what about the time you're you're wiping the sweat off your brow? Isn't your hand wet then? You lick your well, fingers. Isn't your fingers aren't they wet then? Yeah, you're not. You,
0: there are rules about licking your fingers if you're on the rubber. You've got to be off the rubber or off the mound. Unless it's a cold weather day, then the umpires give you the leniency. To blow And the up. reason there is they don't want you to, to you know get that moisture and then be able to combine it with either the dirt or the rosin nope. to create a sticky substance on the baseball.
1: It's a matter of time, in my opinion, until the uh, union gets involved in a situation like this. If they try to get these games too fast... And you start to see more pitchers get injured, and we saw a ton of them last year. On the Guardians alone, I don't know if it's pitch clock related or not, but when you start blowing out elbows and try to throw too many pitches or too quickly and you end up injuring yourself, isn't it just a matter of time until the union gets involved and says, hey, wait a minute, you've lowered it as low as we're willing to go, now we have issues? I would think
0: so. If yeah. enough guys complain, right? They're complaining about the pants. Why wouldn't they complain about that if it's affecting uh, their it's performance amazing. on the
1: field? It's or amazing. are they
0: more concerned about how they look than
1: how they perform? I don't know. And that has something to do with it, too. The look it ha- does have something to do with it. And it's amazing, too, because as I told you, prices are going out of control on some of these websites when you want to buy your favorite gear. I can't even imagine what a game jersey would cost. Oh, we yeah. see the knockoffs and... You know, right. so everybody knows a friend that can get them online for 50 bucks or maybe 60 But those aren't authentic, and I don't know where they're coming from. But when you buy an authentic jersey at a gift shop, at a stadium, you better break out your wallet, bucko. Bucko.
0: <laughs> bucko. Oh, you gave us a bucko, bucko. here in the opening segment right. of the Kenny and JT show mm-hmm. today. So, uh, Gart, did you see who's batting second today in the lineup? Well, it was Miles team? Straw yesterday. Was that yesterday? Yeah. I thought, Okay, I thought it was again today. My bad. I, it must have been yesterday. Miles Straw moving him up in the order, hoping that'll create some power, I guess, if he bats Let him second. Get on base and steal, man. Well, he made a diving catch the other day against the Padres. Gloves, not uh, his problem. In, he's got field. great
1: wheels. We know that. Uh, the problem with Jimenez, and I know it's only three games in, is he doesn't give the leadoff batter a chance to steal second base when he's batting second. He's a free swinger. Move him back. Move him at three, four, or five?
0: Well, three is Jose's spot. You're not going to move him there. That, that's uh, your best hitter, usually bats third. There's some argument you might want to bat Jose second to get him more at bats. They did that in the second half of the mm-hmm. season last year. But I think Jose's more comfortable in the three spot. Question is, who's batting fourth, and does that give Jose enough protection? Is that Josh Naylor on a regular basis now as your cleanup hitter, the guy who offers the most power besides uh, Jose Ramirez? Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, then I could see Ramirez, uh, or excuse me, Jimenez mm-hmm. hitting fifth, uh
1: in the lineup. Here's today's lineup. Batting right, first uh, in center field, Miles Straw. He's oh, your lead he's off, today. off today. Wow. Maybe maybe it's a split squad, I don't know. You know okay. how they do things in right. spring. Uh yep. Florial in left field. I have no idea who that is. Me neither. Jose Ramirez bats third. Uh Noel, 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 Noel. N- Noel John Perkins- Kenzie. Noel or something.
0: Yeah, I I don't know.
1: <laughs> he's your cleanup hitter today. We don't even know him. Good. Will Brennan Gabriel Arias is your DH. Brian Rocchio is shortstop. Jose Tinha is at shortstop as well. He's at second base today. Oh, okay. Nunez, Dom Nunez, is doing the catching, so he'll hit a home run. Yeah, our catcher's power there in that position. Your starting pitcher today, Xavion Curry.
0: Okay, so no Bieber yet. No uh, McKenzie yet as starters uh, in the first uh, three or four games in uh, Cactus league play for the Guardians right, but their arms are fine. don't worry about it. their arms are fine well,
1: there's a lot of guys that don't, aren't everyday players in the lineup today
0: well but what you see is every other day your starters are playing, so if a starter you know position player gets a day off yesterday, they're going to oh. play today. The question with the pitchers is and these are your so called aces, you know when will they make their first spring training yeah. start?
1: Well, if you've watched any of the games so far or looked at any of the box scores, each pitcher's been going about an inning. I don't know how many guys have gone more than one inning. So I don't know if it's just one of these matters of let's see who we want to have where in their auditioning. Players like Carrasco got to start in the first game, he went one inning. Now it's a matter of does he make the squad or doesn't he make the squad And one inning isn't going to justify him making the roster or not.
0: Right, yeah.
1: So I don't he's know. He's got what to show to
0: consistency. Well, they're the talking about he could be a
1: sport. long reliever. I mean, he's mm. got starting potential. Maybe he'd be better off coming out of the pen. Um, what did he do? Was he with the Mets last
0: year? Yes. Is that who it was? Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a bad year last year. Did he not? Is that why he was available and nobody, uh, mm. you know, picked him up? And the Guardian said, "You know what? We're cheap. We'll pick him up and uh, give him a chance." Well,
1: he's getting up there in age. And he didn't have the greatest year, and they didn't expect a lot out of him. I don't think. And the and the other thing is this: he doesn't cost a ton, and if you can utilize him somewhere in the bullpen, why not just at least give him a shot? We've seen these guys come and go, especially at spring training. The guys that are on that veteran contract.
0: Yeah, here's his numbers from last year: three and eight, and uh, six eighty earned run average. But the year before, JT fifteen and seven. With a 3.97 wow. earned run average, so at 36 years old, uh, mm-hmm. you know, was that uh, the the pinnacle for him in in 2022 when he won 15? Uh, well, he did win 17 for the Guardians, I think, one year, right? And, and 18. Actually, he won 35 games in two years for the Guardians mm-hmm. uh, in 17, 18. So uh, let's hope he has some gas left in the tank because they need insurance for. McKenzie and Bieber I'm not sold that these guys are 100 uh, percent healthy and will make it through the entire year
1: saw an interview with McKenzie with our good friend Andre Knott the other day and it was from Guard GuardFest and he says he feels 100 percent but we all know what that means let's right. let's not wait let's keep our fingers crossed until we see him actually pitch more than just a few innings well
0: he needs to show that he can last more than one or two months, right? Right. He may come out there and try and empty the tank and throw hard and snap off a curveball. Next thing you know, that elbow, that shoulder's tweaked again, Mm -hmm. and then they got to sit him down for four more months with the hope of him returning sometime in in September.
1: Yeah. The the weird thing is they chose to forego having surgery. I don't know how severe the injury was, but in my opinion, in my mind, when you're shut down basically for an entire year, maybe you should have had the surgery. Uh, me,
0: I'm no with doctor. you on that 100%. Look, I know, I know
1: I look like one, but I am no doctor.
0: I, I'm with you I might on that. i write like shocked. one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you do this with Bieber? Do you strategically, strategery, uh do you use him throughout spring training and build up his numbers and his success rate mm. and then trade him by the end of spring training before he hurts himself? Brother,
1: again? if I am in charge of that team right now, I am calling the Baltimore Orioles on a daily basis, desperately in need of starting pitching, and I know they've got a lot of outfielders over there. Okay, I am calling them every day, trying to pitch. How about I like that? Pitch, Shane Bieber, to the Orioles. I I think
0: you have to start considering that because I'm of the belief you are not a playoff team this year, and so you want to get as much bang for your buck as you can. Uh, And the way to do that with Bieber is to use him, whether it's in spring training and you need a month of the regular season, whatever, uh, to your advantage so you can raise his trade value and, like you said, go out and get legitimate outfielders for this baseball team because they don't have them.
1: Shane Bieber's name reminds me of Corey Kluber. And when the Indians at the time had used up Corey Kluber, they were still able to get a starting arguably, at one point in time, the best closer in all of Major League Baseball for Corey Kluber. I think you've got that title next to you, Cy Young winner. You've still got value no matter what's left in his tank. And maybe, shame be, we know his velo's been down over the yeah. last year. I don't know he's as good as he... And the thing is, don't you owe it to him if you are truly rebuilding to let him go latch on with a team and give him a shot at winning something and then reestablishing... You're, you're outfield or, you know, you can't say bullpen. You've got a million pitchers. I don't know. Here, here's the thing that I read about him. His velo
0: is up this year compared to last year. He went to some pitching clinic or some, uh, you know, scientific pitching academy in Seattle, I think it was, right. and was working on things, and they clocked him back at 95 miles an hour throwing his okay. fastball. which is still lower than when he was winning Cy Young's. But it's 2 to 3 to uh, miles per hour faster than what he was throwing last year. When you've got that control,
1: does it really matter? Yes. I don't think for him it does because he's more of a nibbler than he is somebody that's going to blow you away with a 95. Nobody gets blown away, Kenny, by a 96-mile-an-hour fastball in that league.
0: Well, it's not just the, the MPHs on it. It's the placement of it All with right. the speed. The uptick of the speed and the placement of the ball makes it tougher to All hit. Right. And so it, if you're throwing a sinking fastball at 92 versus 95, well, it's going to be easier to catch up to, uh, even though it's just three-mile-an-hour difference. Okay. That's a big deal, uh, just like in auto racing. You know what I mean? No. When you, uh, you have an extra one or two miles per hour, you're going to finish a half a second ahead of somebody.
1: No, I don't know what you mean, because I quit watching racing after what happened to that damn Daytona 500 last week. Everybody yeah. wrecks. They all go out. I lose. How about the, the first two
0: races? For NASCAR this year, amazing! You had the uh, uh, the crash with one lap to go, one lap to go, and then you had the photo finish between three racers last week, uh, determining who won wow. by like a millisecond or something. Yeah,
1: what an exciting season it's going to be! It cost it me has five dollars. Come on, cost it's me been money so far. I don't care. I'm never betting another race as long as I live. When do they race again? Saturday or Sunday? Uh,
0: Saturday. I think I guess.
1: I'm waiting for
0: the road uh, track, right? What is it? The road course, then, mm. then I'm going to bet on A.J. Allmendinger because Dinger's going to finish in, <laughs> top, uh, in the top five on all the road courses, well, course however many he, there are. He's
1: got a head start on those guys. He knows how to turn the other way.
0: <laughs> he can Maybe turn we're not right.
1: turning left here. <laughs> what,
0: well, I got to stop at follow, the stop sign?
1: Follow the danger.
0: Green light means go. Red light means stop. Yellow light means go real fast. Right. What does? <laughs> what does? <Yes. laughs> Reverend Jim. <laughs> what does the yellow light mean? Jim, slow down. What? <laughs> it's too much. It's one of the best episodes ever of Taxi. By far. Not even close. Not even close. Best episode ever. I love that stuff. Hey. Andrew Barry spoke today mm-hmm. at the combine that is underway in Indianapolis. a lot of things happening in Indianapolis, right? Yeah. And, uh, all kind of yeah, all kind of things going on there, right? Uh, and we're going to hear from the general manager, Andrew Berry of the Browns, coming up here in a little bit. And we'll get the latest on Deshaun Watson's rehab mm-hmm. of that surgically repaired shoulder that he had done, what, back in November in Los Angeles. Where is he at and where might he be come uh, when the season gets started? We'll hear from Andrew mm-hmm. Berry uh, on that. Are you paying any attention to this combine? Browns don't have a first Never. round pick for the final time as part of that Deshaun Watson trade. They'll get their pick
1: back next year. So
0: you're not going to watch any of
1: this? I normally don't, and when you don't pick until the second round, it's really a crapshoot to to try to look at guys and say, hey, wonder if this guy's going to be available, and then he's not, or they do something entirely different than you thought they were going to do anyway. So I, too, will not be a regular
0: viewer of the Underwear Olympics, as I like to call it. it.
1: You know, it's weird, though, because as we don't really – look, if the Browns had a number 1 overall pick, I still wouldn't watch because those guys at the top aren't going to participate anyway. Marvin Harrison isn't the only one that's not participating in the combine. I don't have to watch somebody run a 40-yard dash to know that they're really damn fast or that they're going to be drafted in the top five or ten picks. I don't think that it really matters. I, I mean, you've seen guys that have performed well at that thing that have flopped in the NFL anyway, so it really doesn't matter.
0: The only time I pay any attention to it is if the Browns or Stullers need a quarterback, right? Because if the, all the quarterbacks throw, you want to watch the quarterbacks at least throw there and, and see you know, what they look like, and then Wait a you want to find out how big their hands are. That's minute. the biggest uh, measurement of all the said. things I want to know. Think
1: about what you just said. If the Browns need a quarterback. What if the Browns not if needed a quarterback? Well, now
0: with Deshaun Watson, they've always
1: needed a quarterback. We still don't know if they need a quarterback. They might.
0: Well, we'll see. According to you know what we heard from Andrew Berry today, things are progressing positively for Deshaun Watson. The Steelers, on the other hand, you know they're waiting to see what the Chicago Bears are going to do with Justin Fields. If they're going to offer up him via trades to uh, the highest bidder, um, or if the Steelers, uh, you know. I don't know if they can move up, if they feel there's a quarterback worth moving Mm. up for in this draft, or uh, do they look in free agency? Uh, By the way, I I wrote this down. Free agency um, officially begins March 9th. That's Mm. when you can start talking to the agent and the player. You can officially sign somebody on March 11th this year.
1: Yeah, I don't know that you really want to go all in on Justin Fields. Everything that I heard from guys that cover that team in Chicago say that he's not an accurate passer. But he looked pretty accurate against the Browns when they played here. And if his receivers weren't dropping passes, and if we didn't overplay a ball, they could have beat us on the last play of the game. The thing with Justin Fields that's really intriguing is the fact that he's still on his rookie contract, and you won't have to pay him a lot the first year. So if you're the Steelers, and you're not set at quarterback, or you feel that you want to move on from what you've already got, then maybe it makes sense. Trubisky, they let go, didn't they? Yes, they did. So, I mean, it, it comes down between Mason Rudolph, who apparently they liked at the end of the last year, but and he's Kenny a free Pickett. Agent. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. they might want to bring him back. I don't know. Yeah, right now, Pickett's the only guy under
0: contract on that roster. That's it, because uh, Mason Rudolph is going to test the free agent market, see uh, if there's a market out there for him. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers, um, you know, take a serious look maybe at a Jacoby Brissett. Well, you know, the Browns are maybe looking at him yeah. as a backup. Uh the Steelers might want to look at him as a starting quarterback. I
1: wouldn't mind Mason Rudolph as a backup in Cleveland. I wouldn't mind that a bit.
0: Him. You can have him. Oh. Just like with Joe Flacco, eventually the true colors came out with Mason Rudolph in the uh uh you know the the latter portions of the season or the playoffs and the same with Joe Flacco. He's a backup they quarterback. They are what they are.
1: He's a backup quarterback. I'll take him. With okay. starting right. with 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 a history of starting in the NFL with wins under his belt and in Division Two, I'd take him. Well, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. If it's Mason Rudolph or
0: Dorian Thompson-Robinson, yes, I would probably take Look, Mason man, Rudolph over DTO. My
1: whole idea of thinking is this. I don't want my backup quarterback to have to start 6-11 to 11 games. Spot starts here and there. I don't expect uh, season-ending injuries every year. If that happens, you're done anyway. I don't care who you are. I don't care what team in the NFL, if you're starting your backup quarterback, chances are you're not getting anywhere. Nick Foles, even though he was the MVP of the Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles, didn't start the whole season. It was Carson Wentz. The only two quarterbacks
0: who were backups and ended up uh, coming in, I think, and leading a team to a Super Bowl, to my recollection, and maybe there are more, but Tom Brady for um, Drew Bledsoe and then Nick Foles for Carson Wentz.
1: Right, yeah, but Brady started an entire following season. I, I don't know Nick Foles was going to start much more than that. And then when he did end up being a starter, he failed.
0: Yeah, yeah he, he pulled the Scott Mitchell route. Right, uh, nice. looked great, uh, great and got example. paid, and then uh, failed miserably as a starter.
1: Got a statue though. Yeah, oh, he got dude. a statue.
0: Philly special caught a touchdown pass. Right, won a Super Bowl, beat Tom Brady. How about that? The quarterbacks that beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl were Eli Manning twice and Nick Foles. And you know what? Those were from the NFC East. And what do they do in the NFC East? They rush four and drop seven, they put a premium on pass rushers. And not having to blitz. And yeah. that's how you beat Tom Brady, and the Steelers never learned that. And that's why he owned them. I think he was 15-3 and three lifetime against the Steelers.
1: That's funny you mention Eli Manning. We didn't talk about this. And you remember the video that went viral a couple of years ago when he infiltrates Penn State's football camp as this, I forget what his name was, this character right. with the Under, long hair.
0: Undercover boss or you know something like something that. Something like right?
1: that. Yeah. You know they're making that into like either a sitcom or a movie now? With a real actor, not Eli? <laughs> Seriously? Yes. And I think it's going to be on Netflix. What's the guy's oh, name? Geez. Owen something, I think. Owen. It might Owen have been loves
0: Owen. loves his mama.
1: Let's get a break. We'll look that up and figure out uh, if Eli Manning's going to be the producer of that TV show. Uh, uh, the Mannings produce everything
0: else these days when it comes to football, right? Why not that? And when we come back, let's hear what Andrew Barry has to say about Deshaun Watson's repaired throwing shoulder as he spoke at the Combine in Indianapolis. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.